You're listening to the Back Row Jet Show, part of the Back Row Network. Donald trying to extend his drive, throws off his back foot off balance, and he somehow finds Crowder. Now your host, Tom Tuttle and John Eddy Jr. That's right. This is the Back Row Jet Show, and I am Tom Tuttle, alongside my co-host of Fantasy Fuel as well, John Eddy Jr. John, it is a short list of news for the New York <laughs> Jets today, so hopefully this episode is long enough for people to <laughs> want to listen yeah. to and not give up on it because it's short. Yeah. But we do have some news. Um, Le'Veon Bell has come out and said he supports Jamal Adams in his contract situation, but he also says the Jets shouldn't trade him. He wants him on the team. So everything Le'Veon's saying here is pretty much everything I would predict he would say. First of all, the contract situation, we all know what Le'Veon did when he was on the Steelers. He set out for the whole year. Obviously, he wants Jamal to get his money. And he would be dumb for him to say that I don't want him on the team. So <laughs> I, I I like that he says it, but it's pretty much it's just kind of an obvious statement. I, I, I want him on the team because he's the best safety in the league. Duh. And before last year or before two years ago, you'd say the same thing about Le'Veon because right. he was possibly the best running back in the league. So I like it, but it's not really shocking. No, it's not shocking at all. But it was nice to hear it from a superstarish player yeah. Yeah. to come out and say, "Hey, we still want you here, man. Like, <laughs> I need you here." And for Le'Veon Bell, obviously being in the same situation, it's a lot easier to say, "I understand what you're going through, right. Jamal." Yeah, I. It want- might make him feel a little better about it. So yeah, and. <laughs> Obviously, he would say it because, like you said, Jamal Adams is one of the best safeties. But it hopefully will make Jamal Adams, if he truly felt like the organization didn't want him there anymore, maybe this will get more players to come out and show their support. Like, hey, come on, please come back and play with us. We want you. We need you. I understand you think you should get paid more money. But, you know, there is kind of, it is a different situation than the Le'Veon Bell situation because yeah, yeah. Jamal Adams is still on his rookie contract. And most every single player besides quarterbacks usually don't get extended until the fifth-year option has already been picked up and you're going into that season, and they know they're going to extend you, and they know what the future holds. Right now, there's so many variables that you can't blame either side for what they're really doing right now. The Jets need to know what the next couple of years in the NFL is going to be like. If this year is a stagnant year, and they keep the cap at the same number next year, well, you can't just go throwing money around like you think you're going to have an extra $10 million or $15 million, whatever it is, in the next mm-hmm. year or two. So I understand the Jets on that side of the ball, but 
Jamal Adams definitely is worth more than what he's getting paid. But again, everybody that's a first-round pick usually has to go through that. Okay, we've picked up your fifth year. Now let's start talking. We're in year four, and it yeah. feels like, okay, can you just hold on for one <laughs> more year, Jamal, before we discuss all this stuff? Because, yes, you're great, and we want you here, but come on, just calm down a little bit. Yeah, and I think some of it might depend, and it depends on how Jamal Adams is going to, you know, do this, whether or not he just says I absolutely want to get out or whatever. But I think some of it depends on how the locker room is. If the locker sure. room is tight, like like what Adam Gase was saying, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he said we've got to keep a, a nice, tight locker room. You know, if, if the locker room is actually tight, I could see they, you know, go out and say, Jamal, you got to stay here with us. At least give, at least go through your fifth year. And then, and if you don't want to be with, be with us, you can get paid by somebody else and just do that because they, they need to convince him that we have a good team. We can actually do something in the next couple of years, as long as he stays with yeah. us, because without him, it's going to be a lot more difficult to be, to be as good of a defense as we want to be. And he does a lot for that defense. Um, more than what, a lot of people probably think just because you're a great safety doesn't mean you're not improving the other positions on the field as yep. well because of your greatness. So we'll see what happens. I really, I'm still holding out hope that the <laughs> Jets can find a way to end up getting him extended and hopefully it doesn't break the bank. But at the same time, I, he's the best safety in the gosh darn league. Like to me, it's almost worth it. Like it, back in the day when you had, and I know it's a little bit different, but Deion Sanders. I mean, the guy was phenomenal, making plays left and right. And you would say, I do anything to get Deion Sanders on my team. We have, I don't know if I can compare him to Deion Sanders. Like I said, it's different. But we have one of the best defensive players in the league, if not the best. I mean, it really depends on how you rank your players. But Jamal Adams, fantastic player. We have to we have to do at least our best to keep him. And if he still decides to go somewhere else, so be it. All right. So this I saw an article <laughs> and there's multiple guys that we can talk about. And I I, I didn't want to talk about them because when I was scrolling through the rest of it, it ended up coming on uh Quinnen Williams. And to be fair, the article said pretty much some of the things I'm gonna say about this, but the question was, if Quinn, if Quinnen Williams doesn't produce well enough this year, will he possibly be, be considered a bust? First thing I thought was, he was a rookie last year. Like, he was a rookie. He played one year. Like, that, you can't be a bust. I understand that he was the highly, the most highly touted defensive player last year. And everybody said, you're absolutely making the right choice. This is 100% the best defensive player, possibly the best player in the draft. So I understand that. But it just makes zero sense for you to say, oh, he'll be a bust if he doesn't perform this year. No, he's still got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Give him at least two more years after this year. If Give it a four-year window, and if he's still not producing the way we want him to, then you can possibly call him a bust. Second... Uh Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I hadn't looked at his stats. Um, I popped him up really quick because, obviously, we didn't hear his name a whole lot last year. No, yeah. But 
for a defensive tackle, his stats aren't mm-hmm. awful. They're just not worth, you know, the fifth yeah. overall pick or eighth overall pick. I forget which one it was you know, when he was drafted. Yeah. Um, I agree. Th- and that's, I guess, where my uh, thought process is going is if he doesn't get better than this year at least, then we have oh, to I, start having the talk. I think he'll improve. I think the defense – in itself is going to improve because right. we're going to have guys that were hurt last year that are actually going to come back and hopefully stay on the field because we had some guys that were really good and they did not play. So I think that that'll help him in general already. Right. So I think he's going to get better. I mean, it's going to be hard to not improve, but again, if he doesn't improve, we're going to sit here and think, man, was it, was it the fact that, you know, we couldn't practice the same way because of COVID-19 yeah. or like, what? Well, there's going to be some excuse who knows, but my second um, point on this is he's 22. Yeah, he's 22 years old. What are you talking about? He's he's not a bust. I understand you spent the sixth pick or what? I don't even remember what pick it was. I understand you got a high pick and he's supposed to be the best, but he's 22. He's 22. Who cares if he's not withholding the value of the sixth pick? Third. Who cares? Third. He, he's. Third pick? Okay. Third pick overall. I don't remember. My, my <laughs> memory is so bad. I can't even remember yesterday. But he's 22 years old. Come on. Give the guy a break. <laughs> my third point. Oh, there's a third point. Yeah. My uh, <laughs> Last year, yeah, he wasn't great. But he did show signs of being great. There was a lot of really good plays that I'm saying, like, that's the guy we need to see more often. And, yeah, we didn't see him a lot. But there were signs that he can actually do the things that needs to be done and be upheld to that third pick in the draft. My fourth point, he had a very early season ankle injury. And so if that doesn't happen, you don't really know. I mean, he's playing on something that kind of bothers him. Just give the guy a break. I mean, I wouldn't even consider calling him a possible bust at this point. And my fifth point. Oh, goodness. My my fifth point. (laughs) And I've already said this, but it deserves repeating. He's only played one season. One season. (laughs) What are you talking about? You can't be a bust. I don't care if he's not living up to the pick. He's living up to a first-year rookie in the NFL. It is the highest possible football league you can be in. I don't care how good you were in college. The NFL is completely different, completely different. And I, I only expect for him to improve. And if he doesn't improve in the next couple of years, then yeah, it's probably time to say, all right, let's look somewhere else. But the guy was amazing in college. So give the guy a chance more than just one stinking year. That's all. I mean, and they, they did cover some of the stuff I said in the article, but like, why would you even consider saying that he's a possible bust at this point? It makes zero sense to my my knowledge of what <laughs> NFL football is. And I think most most people probably agree with me. Well, and here's the thing. I'll dig a little bit deeper into his stats as a defender. Mm-hmm. But the Jets' defense was not that great last year. They were good against the run in most cases. But overall, the Jets' defense was not that good. So yeah. the defensive line was just average at best the edge rushers were not very good the edge rushers will hopefully be better you know guys like you know jabari zuniga hopefully he is one of those surprises that you know was a a later pick in the draft uh, that'll take some pressure where then quinn and williams can 
handle one-on-ones more <laughs> in the middle of the line instead of, I'm sure last year he was doubled. I don't know where I can find oh, yeah. those particular sure stats, but he was double teamed I mean, a ton. Yeah, just watching it, you could tell that they were focusing on him in the middle of the field, especially for running plays. I mean, there, there's no way he was going to get that tackle because they're doubling him up, pushing him out of the out of the way, and that was pretty obvious. But there's a lot of other you know, situations other than just you know sacks. A lot of people like to look at sacks, but a defensive right. tackle, he's the guy t- trying to tackle the the guy going up the middle with the ball. That is really difficult to do when you're being double teamed the entire time. And he wasn't always double teamed, yeah. but you got to give the guy a little bit of a break because again, he was a rookie and he's still 22 years old. He's got a long future in the NFL. As long as he makes just a little bit of improvement every single year until he plateaus. Cause there will be a level where he's not going to improve and it will start to decrease. And it happens yeah. with every player in the NFL. But I just thought it was insane to say that he's a possible bust after a rookie year. Right. It, it, it just doesn't compute to so, me. For anybody listening that doesn't pay attention to defensive stats per se, mm. very closely, a defensive tackle is not a stat machine in a right. lot of cases, unless you're Aaron Donald, and he's almost a hybrid defensive end, defensive yeah. tackle. He's yeah. so quick as a defensive mm-hmm. tackle that he can move over and rush from different positions and uh, just mull, bowl over people. So a regular old defensive tackle is usually getting somewhere around like a, a good one is like 35 to 40 total tackles in a season. Yeah. And Last year, Quinn Williams had 28. So already, that's almost normal for an average defensive tackle. So for a rookie defensive tackle, okay, great. He had 15 solos, four tackles for a loss, six QB hits, two and a half sacks, 11 pressures, three knockdowns, five hurries. I mean, 11 pressures. What more in nine starts and 13 total games? Uh, how can you just jump to that conclusion that exactly. Quinnen Williams is going to be a bust if he doesn't? It, I am not going to take hardly anything in any aspect of this coming season into account when yeah. I think somebody is going to be a bust because this season is such an anomaly exactly. because they didn't get to practice. There might mm-hmm. be issues. There might be uh people contracting COVID during the season where they're going to have to be, well, you were in contact with them. So now you're just going to have to sit out two games because (laughs) if that's how they're going to do it, I don't know. So no matter what happens this particular season, I'm not going to put too much stock in it when evaluating players for the future or if they're busts or not, because there's too many variables coming up that it's just, it's not fair to throw everybody under the bus after this season. It's going to happen, unfortunately, but in yeah. my eyes, yeah. I'm not going to go about it that way. Yeah, and I think another thing that you did bring up that you know, defensive tackles, it's really not always about stats. Sometimes it's about he disrupted the play and made the running back go in a different direction, yep. and then somebody else got the tackle. And there's no stat for that. Nope. You just that's just something you see in tape and in film. And I don't watch enough tape and film to know if he's actually doing that or not. And I know that the people that wrote this article probably didn't do that either. <laughs> so there's a lot more to it than just, oh, he got such and such tackles and such and such sacks and such and such quarterback hits. It doesn't always mean what you think it means. He's probably a still really good guy to have on your team. And let's just give it some time. He he was a rookie. Let's go with that. 
and we can move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, this one, this part's going to be kind of fun. Um, I was looking around and, you know, obviously I, I like to play uh, Madden football for, uh, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever it is. Um, and this, they came out with some ratings. I didn't see all the ratings. That's why I don't know if they did all of them yet, but Denzel Mims was one of the rookie ratings that I saw. And he was, he had an overall of 70, which initially I was thinking, that seems a little low. Like I thought maybe 72, 73. It's not horrible, but I'm just glad that I'm glad he's in the seventies. If they would have put him in the sixties, that seems so much worse for some reason, (laughs) but his speed rating was 92. Like it acceleration, 91. Like it strength, 69, perfectly fine. Agility, 92. I like it. Awareness, 68 whatever it's kind of hard to do awareness when you, all you got is yeah. college film to look at um his catching rating was 79 that's fine uh his carry was 73 his, his throwing power <laughs> how do you know what, how, what his throwing power i think is? a lot of new people when they come out in madden they just put throwing power to 50 in case you <laughs> want to try a reverse wide receiver pass something they can at least do it it might not be very accurate and they might not be able to do it very far but you know Mm. they at least have a rating and and to that point okay throwing powers at 50 whatever that's probably somewhat realistic i would assume but the kicking power (laughs) (laughs) it's at 17 i mean i understand he's probably not good at kicking the football that's fine but then kicking accuracy is at 15 so what have you seen (laughs) <laughs> to tell me that his kicking power is two points better than his kicking accuracy. I don't understand how they get these. Like, where do you come with? Is this a random number? It has to be in between 20. Roll the 20-sided die and see what number it is. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> I think and it's been a couple of years since I've played Madden, so when we start up this year, I'm going to have to really get into the groove of how to play again. <laughs> but I know there have been times where – as long as players didn't have a certain uh, high stat, you could not put them in that position. But if they had a high enough stat in certain areas, then you could change their position. So for whatever reason, they just threw it out as a 50 kicking power and 50 kicking air. You might actually (laughs) be able to put Denzel Mims at kicker. And <laughs> yeah. that would be an interesting thing. Then you could control the kicker on the kickoffs and you'd have somebody fast enough to get down there to maybe try and get a tackle. <laughs> yeah. I remember years back, um, this was quite a while ago now at, in Madden. I always would trade away my two backup quarterbacks and then I would just have Tom Tupa be my, my backup <laughs> quarterback because right. his, his ratings were 70 throwing accuracy and, and 70 throwing uh, yeah power somewhere in the 70s it's like that's perfectly fine for a backup quarterback yep. and then i'd always fake punt it because he's got a tremendous <laughs> arm for a punter it was amazing i loved that season or the couple seasons of that and i absolutely loved it and it was fun but uh yeah i just i think it's weird that the way they do their kicking power for guys like this. just don't right. don't even make it a thing just get rid of it for these wide receivers they're never going to kick the ball in the game yeah absolutely pointless i don't know anyway the run blocking was 44. So that's something that could be quite a bit improved. And that, that's well, something that does matter in the NFL about, for wide receivers. We talked about Denzel Mims. You've yeah. got Coach Heinz Ward, who was one of the best blocking wide receivers I've ever seen play the game. 
And Denzel Mims has already come out and said, I want to be the best blocking wide receiver I can be. So mm-hmm. that run block seems a bit low for what yeah. research that we have done to talk about him. I'm sure that's probably one of those that you can't put a wide receiver too high at run blocking because then they'd just be able to seal off the outside like every time against a defensive back, and that would probably be a little unrealistic. Yeah, I don't know. I I just think maybe pushing it up to 50, just six <laughs> points higher would have made me feel a little better about yeah. it. But 44, it's, I'm not going to complain too much. It's a video game, so whatever. <laughs> pass blocking, 38, whatever. That doesn't really matter. He's going to be going out for passes. So if he's ever pass blocking yeah. and he misses something, whoops. Um, <laughs> his tackling, 30, hopefully he never has to tackle. His breaking tackle stat is 73. So that's probably pretty legitimate. Um, His jumping, though, is at 93. I think that is superb. I didn't realize he was that good of a jumper. Um, His returning ability, so returning kicks, is at 60. So he's not going to be one of them guys you can put back there and, you know, be able to get touchdowns every time. Um, His injury is at 93. I don't really know if he was injury prone or not or anything like that. If he even had injuries in college, never really went into that. But uh, that's a good number Mm -hmm. (laughs) for injury. Uh, Stanima at 89, toughness at 91. Again, he must have had shown some kind of toughness. When your oh, yeah. injury's at 93 and your toughness is at 91, that's 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 a good sign. I mean, I didn't really know much about his, you know, built or you know injury or toughness uh, when it comes to that. So um, that being said, trucking is at 63. So for a wide receiver, that seems to be pretty high. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it's not high, high, but it's. It's, I would say it's above the For average. For a rookie, that's really probably know. pretty good. Yeah, you would you would think that's probably a good rating there. Um, change of direction, 78. I like that. Uh, ball carry vision, 82. That seems pretty good. Um, stiff arm, 64, whatever. So, uh, how many times are you going to stiff arm? You know, yeah. um, Spin move, 77. I, I, again, that's one of the ones that's like, how many times you actually see a wide receiver <laughs> right. do a spin move? Like the kind you see in Madden. Well, if he's he rated really... 95 in spin, you'd probably try it all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then the juke move, which is probably a little bit more legitimate yeah. of a of rating, is at 80. So these are actually some decent numbers when you come to the ratings. Um, and then there's a bunch of other rankings that well, yeah. really don't matter. And that they had, they have added so many yes. to <laughs> even from like five years ago. <laughs> there are so many different ratings for each individual player that it's almost insane. I love it. I like the fact that they have all these ratings, but some of them it's like, really, we don't really need that one for this guy, yeah. but it is what it is. Um, what do you think about these rankings? What do you do? You think they're accurate? Do you think they're a little better than they should be, or do you think they're a little worse than they should be? Well, I think uh, there's one other thing, and I don't know if that's something you can um, actually look at in the game. Is their ability to progress and get better since he's a rookie? The potential, yeah, yeah, the potential. So if his potential is a decent enough number these beginning numbers are great because you'll be able to improve a lot of these into the eighties very, very quickly. And Mims could be a very good wide receiver early on, especially 
with uh, his speed and acceleration in the 90s already. His catch at 79, again, if you could get that into the 80s mm-hmm. in the first year or two, then we're talking uh, legit wide receiver one that uh, won't cost an <laughs> arm and a leg if you're even trying to trade for him. If you're not a Jets fan, go and check out <laughs> Denzel Mims. Yeah, I think, I'm just laughing over here because we're talking about a, a video game. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to a lot this year. In the NFL for the New York Jets. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, the one thing I did realize on this and, you know, Madden is fairly accurate when it comes to ranking players and whatnot. So it does kind of mean a little something to me, but one thing I saw when I was looking at all these, he's an overall of 70, but all of these others, the ones that mean something to a wide receiver, they're over 70 for the most of them. So I, I went through the trouble and I averaged out the rankings that matter for a wide receiver, the speed, acceleration, strength, agility, awareness, catch, carry, run, break, tackle, jump, injury, stamina, toughness, change of direction, um, ball carry vision, spin move, juke move. And if you average all of them out, it's a 77. Okay. So, I know there's a lot of other ones that he's low on, which probably adds to the fact that he's a 70. Right. But I don't know. I, I think having I a think, 77 with all of them put together makes him feel, I've, makes me feel like it's actually the legit. Well, I, I believe there may be some of these that carry a higher weight when it comes to the overall rankings. Oh, and yeah, the awareness, course. I think, has always yeah. been one of those that mm-hmm. was an extra little weighted category that brings it down if you don't have a good awareness, which yeah, I don't know if he was, you know, a guy that uh, just missed some plays in college here and there. That, And I know you can't make most rookies except for some, like, and you were talking earlier, Makai Becton, we wanted right. to know what his ratings were. His awareness could be better because he was yeah. a higher pick and mm-hmm. uh, offensive linemen just kind of need more awareness. Whereas yeah. wide receivers, as long as you're running the right route and you get open, I don't think the awareness rating will hurt you too much. Well, I'm just wondering what the awareness actually does cover. I think it has to do with route running. Like if you're running the correct route, well, all of a sudden you're running a flag pattern when it's <laughs> supposed to be a post pattern. Oh, no, that's, that's not bad. good. Or you're running a streak down the field when it's supposed to be a little button hook. You're like, oh, probably not good there. You're supposed to do something else. Uh, so, yeah, awareness, I don't know. I, I don't really know how they calculate that. And, again, there were so many other stats that there could have been route running in there. I right, don't know. Right. I was just, I kept scrolling. This is unreal. All I'm right, done. That's this enough. is the stuff I need right here. <laughs> well, I think unless you got something else, that's going to do it for the back row jet show. Um, we have a lot of other things on the back row jet or the back row network. There's a whole lot of other uh, teams out there you can listen to. So go check that out. If you want to, again, you can check out some fantasy stuff when you come and listen to fantasy fuel. Uh, you can find us uh, pretty much anywhere <laughs> at this point. And there's also another fantasy show you can do in the back row fantasy show. They are really good as well. Um, thank you for listening. Give us a little rating if you wouldn't mind, and we will see you next week.